What is up, Bad Bitch Collective? I'm Haley with Strong as Hail, and for the past five years, I've been helping fitness-loving women eat to fuel their performance, ditch restrictive dieting, and get strong as hail. This podcast is your ultimate destination for unfiltered conversations about nutrition, training, mindset, and so much more. With a mission to create a culture of empowered women who embrace their strength, live confidently, and prioritize their wellness, I am so honored that you are here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Alrighty, bad bitches. Welcome to another episode of the Bad Bitch Collective. Today we're going to be talking about nutrition apps. A fun little, you know, thing that's been around for a long time. But it's kind of time that we maybe start to talk about these things in a different way, right? Because there's my fitness pal, there's chronometer, there's first form, there's RP. And those these tools are very easy, very accessible, and very affordable, are they really helping you or are they maybe hurting you? So let's dive in. So New Year's has come, it's gone, and a lot of nutrition resolutions are being made. And one of the first thing that happens every single year that this cycle begins is we download the nutrition app right? That's usually step one that all of us do. We download my fitness pal or the first form app or RP or whatever. And we're like, this year's the year that I'm going to give it my all. And so I was kind of curious this year. And I was like, you know what? I've heard a lot about this app called Chronometer. Let's give it a try. Let's just see what happens. And so I downloaded it. I gave it all of my nutrition information. I gave it my weight, my height, my activity level, my goal of fat loss, which so many people are going to be putting in. And here's what it spit out at me, okay? It gave me, to lose fat, 1,591 calories and 99 grams of protein. It gave me carbs and fat too, but we're not going to really talk about those that much. So I don't know if you guys know this. I know this from my expertise and from having done this for a long time, having my own nutrition trackers, coaches, et cetera, et cetera. But I burn more than 1500 calories by the time that I wake up in the morning. I wake up with my aura data at about 1800 calories. That's without having done anything. That's just sleeping, which goes to show that these apps are completely unreliable. Because if I were to eat 1,500 calories a day, and my body weight is 155, so not even close to my body weight in protein, I know that if I were to eat this way, that I would be cranky, I would be moody, I would be hungry, I would have zero energy, my lifts would suffer, my performance would suffer, my relationships, my quality of work, my quality of life would suffer if I ate at this level of calories. So no wonder when we start these New Year's resolutions or these New Year's nutrition goals and we download that app and it gives us some obscenely low amount of calories, no wonder we have binge episodes. No wonder we can't stick with the diet for more than a few weeks. No wonder we feel like absolute garbage. And it's because these apps have no human ability to take into account the type of exercise that you do, your body composition, the sustainability of your goals, 
your muscle mass, your training history and training age, your true activity levels. It just knows a few buttons that you press, puts some information in a calculator and spits out some numbers back at you. But human beings are more complex than a calculator. And this is why nutrition apps, they are so, so easy, so accessible, so affordable. And I have to give them that. They, I have to give that to them. But are they reliable? No. And are they likely setting you up for failure from the beginning? Probably. And so this is why we have to be very careful when we're using them. And we have to take the information that they give us with a grain of salt. And because a lot of you don't have the knowledge in nutrition and the background in nutrition that I have, and neither did I when I started. And so that is what a big issue is when it comes to just trusting these apps blindly. But have no fear. I do have a solution for you. Have no fear. I do have a completely free resource for you. So if 2024 is the year for sustainable fat loss, gaining muscle, improving your performance in CrossFit, I have a free guide that you can download. I will link it in the show notes that walks you through the step-by-step -step process that I use personally to set my calorie and protein goals and the step-by-step -step process that I also use with my clients to get them amazing results and amazing transformations. So if you want that, the access to it is in the show notes. It is the bread and butter of anything I've ever put out. It's the most helpful thing I've probably ever put out in my life. I don't know if I'll ever top it. I'm going to try, but you know what? If I don't, I'm happy with that because it's going to help you know exactly what calories, exactly what protein that you need to eat to reach your specific goals that's not going to tank your performance, not going to leave you in an energy crash, not going to tank your mood or just make you miserable, right? Who wants to be miserable? Nobody. And so then let's talk about my fitness pal. The number one food tracking app in the universe, in the world, has been around for the longest time, has the most amount of foods ever inputted into it. But is it all that it's cracked up to be? Well, I'm going to tell you about my client, Kim, who sent me her screenshots of her MyFitnessPal data. She was simply trying to figure out if it was okay for her to be over her protein goal if she was under her calorie goal. And in most circumstances, sure, whatever. If you are over your protein goal and under your calorie goal, not a big deal at all, especially for her since fat loss is an aspect of her goal. And knowing that she's still within her calorie goal, if she were over her protein, it wouldn't really matter. But here's what was funny about the screenshots that Kim showed me. Picture this with me. I'm going to be saying a lot of numbers, so just hold on with me, okay? She had 70, not 70, 17, 17 grams of carbs left for the day, but she was over her fat grams by seven, and she was over her protein goal by 31 grams. However, she had 61 calories left over for the day, according to my fitness pal. Now, I am not a mathematician, I am no math whiz, I'm not a genius, but I do know macros, and I do know that 17 times 4 is 68 calories. So if she had 17 grams of carbs left, she had 68 grams or 68 calories left over for the day. 
However, she was over her fat goal by seven. So if we multiply that by nine, that's 63 calories. And if we multiply 31 grams of protein by four, that's 124 calories. So if we add up 124 calories and 63 calories, that gives us 187 calories over her goal. And then we subtract the 68 calories left over from her carbs that she had left. That's 59 calories over, not 61 calories under. And so why can my fitness pal not do basic algebra? I don't know. It's been an issue for a long time. This is an issue that I have continuously run into with my clients where they send me their macros and their macros say X, but their calories say Y. And the algebra and the math does not add up. But fat loss comes down to two things, okay? Being in a metabolically efficient enough state to where your body can successfully lose fat in a deficit. And then number two is being in a calorie deficit. That's it, those two things. And so this is why going off of your macros versus your calories is a lot more accurate because though she was over on her macros, we could have seen that data and been like, okay, that does not add up. If you're 17 calories over or under in carbs, but 31 grams over in protein, that already doesn't add up because those two things are equal when it comes to gram per calorie, right? One gram of carb is four calories. One gram of protein is four calories. So we could have looked at that and been like, no, that math, it does not add up. But because she thought that she still had calories left over, she was continuing to eat to meet her protein goal. And as fat loss is her main priority for her goal, we're now risking our calorie deficit. And fun fact about me and the way that I coach, I don't set drastic deficits, maybe 200 calories max. I don't set really drastic calorie deficits. So that makes the fat loss more sustainable and makes it more easily able to keep off long-term. But that does mean that if we're going over on our calories regularly, which it was screenshot after screenshot here of the macros and the calories not adding up, well, then we can be like, huh, we haven't seen the fat loss we hope to see by this point, what's going on? And it comes down to the tracking app, the tracking data being inaccurate. And so we have to be very careful when we are using tracking apps and we have to double check the work, unfortunately, right? We trust these apps and we're like, this is going to help me achieve my goal. When in reality, Kim has been overeating these calories probably for a while now. So anytime that she's been trying to go over to meet her macros and the calories are also over, even though my fitness pal says they're under, that's a little bit more that we're taking out of the deficit every single time, making progress even slower, right? So we have to be careful out there when we are using apps to give us nutrition goals or to track our progress. And 
my fitness pal is the only one that I found that's consistently inaccurate in calories versus macro conversions. So if you find one that is better at that, great. That's awesome. Send it my way so that I know for my clients, but we still also have to use discernment when it comes to those apps, setting our calorie goals and our macro goals in the first place. Also fun fact, this is the last thing I'm going to say before I hop off. Nutrition labels do not have to accurately depict their calories. So if you are going off of calories on a nutrition label, it can be even more than what it says. It can be even less than what it says, but nine times out of 10, it's even more calories than what it says because they do not have to do the exact macro to calorie conversion. They can round or round down or round up based on the types of ingredients in that food. So fun fact. So make sure you read your nutrition labels, read the macros. And that is why I love macros and I preach macros and I use macros with my clients because it is so much more accurate of a way to track and gets you way more accurate results. So that is all for this episode. I have linked the free guide in the show notes. So if you want to grab it, go there, but I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how Strong as Hail can help you achieve all your health and fitness goals, DM me on Instagram at strong.as.hail for more information and I'll be in touch. See you next time.